0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you might be joining us. Welcome to the Purpose and Beyond Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly R. Jackson. Let's just get right into it as we always do. This is our Monday morning discipleship, Monday morning discipleship. And as always, we like to come on each and every Monday um, and try to give you an additional word uh, to supplement what you may have heard. On Sunday, and so we're going back into our series, a gospel for marginalized people. We got about two more weeks, uh, including this one, uh, a couple more weeks with this, and then we're going to move on to something else. Um, But there's one more, one more area that I want to bring, um, bring to the forefront here. And uh, what we've been sharing is uh, a lot of the ways in which Jesus uh, ministered to marginalized people, uh, ministered to people who are on the outskirts of society. And uh, really in response to uh, the idea uh, that we like to say um, all lives matter and and, and it really doesn't, you know, nobody should be singled out because they're going through a specific uh, thing. And so um, we're going to share a thought this week. And then I'm going to give kind of a closing thought on next week because, uh, excuse me, there's a lot of things um, that I want to bring to the forefront that kind of dispels the notion uh, that this country doesn't understand how to, uh, deal with people and their specific issues that, that this country does not understand how to just focus on a specific group of people and say, let's take care of that people. And so let, let me give you some scripture today. Um, again, as we talk about Jesus and how he deals with, uh, marginalized people. And, and, and again, once, uh, once again, one of the reasons that we bring up, uh, the Jesus angle, one of the, one of the reasons that we bring that up is, uh, because again, we, we, Christian circles. Uh, we have Christians. And again, you have to go all the way back to the beginning of this series to understand um, why I got here, a gospel for marginalized people. But the idea was that from Christian circles, people would say all lives matter as if uh, Jesus did not minister to the marginalized. So I'm going to look at some scripture on today uh, from the uh, gospel as recorded by Mark. And we're going to look at just three verses and there's a lot in these three verses. Um, that's why we're going to uh, take a couple of weeks with this. Um, so, so I'm going to look at Mark chapter eight verses one through three. Mark chapter eight verses one through three, um, and then I'm going to touch on verse four on next week because there's there's a fourth verse that goes there, but I'm not going to deal with that this week, uh, where Jesus tells this individual that he heals not to tell anybody. Um, I'm going to deal with verses one through three on today, Matthew chapter eight. I'm going to read it from New King James as we always do. And I'm also going to touch on the New Living Translation. So let's look at that. Matthew eight, verses one through three. New King James says, when he had come down from the mountain, great multitudes followed him. And behold, a leper came and worshiped him, saying, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Verse three, Jesus says, uh, verse three, rather, the Bible says, then Jesus put out his hand and touched him, saying, I am willing, be cleansed. Immediately, his leprosy was cleansed. New Living Translation, let me read that for you before we give you our thoughts on today. New Living Translation says it like this. It says, large crowds followed Jesus, and he came down the mountainside, as he rather came down the mountainside. Verse two says, suddenly a man with leprosy approached him And knelt before him. Lord, the man said, if you are willing, you can heal me and make me clean. Jesus reached out and touched him. I am willing, he said, be healed. And instantly the leprosy disappeared. Now, let's talk about this again. I've been doing a lot of these y'all really without any notes. And I've been doing a lot of these um, just with the scripture because, you know, uh, a lot of times we write out notes and and things like that. It's, it's, It's important. Um, but at the same time, um, th- there's so much that, that's in the scripture sometimes that, that sometimes that's all you need is the scripture. So so let me look at this now. Again, as we're talking about people who are marginalized, people who um, have something a little bit more severe going on than the average person and get this. I want you to understand this when we're talking about people and their issues. Right. The marginal, the, the, the people, uh, all of us have issues. Everybody's got something going on. And, and I think that's where the all lives matter crowd comes from. But everybody's got something going on. And that is true. Everybody's got something going on. However, sometimes other people have it worse than we do. Right. So so he, he, here it is, y'all. When he had come down the mountains uh, in verse one, when he had come down the mountain, great multitudes followed him. Now, I don't hear anything about the multitude, but they're following him. But understand this, that everybody that's following Jesus, right? Everybody that's following, they don't necessarily all have issues. Everybody that's necessarily following Jesus and behind Jesus, they don't necessarily all have issues. Some people are just following. There's some people that are just in the crowd. We, we have this in church, by the way, those of you who are not aware. We have this uh, thing going on in church where everybody that's at church As I always like to say, everybody that's at church ain't necessarily in church. Some people could come to church because there's something going on. They didn't come for the word. They came because something is going on. So, so, so multitudes are following Jesus, but in the midst of this multitudes following him. And again, no doubt there were people in that group that had some issues. There were people in that group that had some problems. They had some issues, but verse two says that behold, a leper came. And worshiped him and saying, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Now, you've got to understand the context here that the lepers were, you know, they were they were obviously diseased, but they were often pushed to the outskirts of society. So much so that if someone were a leper. And you were coming their way and a leper, if you if, you, if a group if you and your you and your friends are walking uh, one way, if you're walking north and this person is walking south and they're coming towards you as a leper they would have to announce themselves unclean unclean they would have to say now now I want you to get I want you to catch this cuz I want to make sure I make this point before I get out of here on today I want you to catch this what this says to me what this says to me in my logical thinking is that I can be looking at a leper and not know he's a leper the fact that the leper would have to announce themselves so that we know to go in another direction suggests to me that sometimes I could be looking at a leper and not know he's a leper. I could be looking at somebody who's got COVID and not know that they have COVID. Y'all understand what I'm saying? In this season that we're in right now. So when people are saying things like, I don't want to wear a mask, Well, you know why we need to wear a mask? Because everybody's not announcing, I've got COVID. I know you're thinking to yourself, well, that seems a little bit different, uh, Reverend Jackson, because COVID is different. we are No, 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 no. There are people out here, trust and believe. All you got to do is watch the news. And I tell you all this all the time. Stop watching your news feed and watch the news. Kids have had COVID parties. (laughs) You know, our president is campaigning while he yet still has this virus inside his body. So that tells you that everybody that has COVID isn't necessarily going to put a mask on and they ain't going to stay home. Matter of fact, they go out and be amongst you and give everybody else COVID because we're not in a place where people have to announce, hey, I've got COVID. So, so when you look at this text here, a leper has to, uh, they, back in this time, they had to announce themselves. And so they were often pushed to the outskirts of society because they had this, this virus, they had this disease. They were pushed to the outskirts of society. They did not matter to everybody. So even as we have this right, um, uh, let let me let me one more thing on that. And then I'm going to move on, you know, with the time I got left. You all have you if you follow this podcast regularly. You know, one of my pet peeves. One of my pet peeves is us. Pretending that it does not matter that people have died from this virus. So we see the numbers on the screen. 215,000 people have died from this virus. And somebody will come, oh, it hasn't been that many. Oh, okay. So as I did a podcast before, I said, what's your magic number to where we should care? Because mine is one. (laughs) Okay. If one person died of a virus that they did not have to die from, that's too many for me. But apparently for some people in society, there's got to be a bigger number before they say, okay, this is a problem. Oh, they're inflating the numbers. So so they're inflating the numbers, but they're not inflating them from zero, right? So, so that, that's where I am. If they're not inflating it from zero, then it, it is still a problem. So anyway, th- these lepers have to announce themselves. But, but when you see in the text you're on today, you see somebody who basically sees the multitude, but he don't care. He's tired of going through What he's going through, right? He does not care. He comes down. The Bible says he comes down. He kneels before Jesus. He said, "I I see all these people here, but I don't care because I'm tired of being in this way, in this condition. I'm tired of this." And so he kneels down before Jesus. And watch this, y'all. Again, we've been dealing with this for for this marginalized people. We we've been talking about intent. A lot of this is about intent. A lot of the reason that we can't recognize the fact that there's certain people in society that needs a little extra help is because we're not dealing with intent. Some people don't care. They don't want to care. Right? So, so, so let me, he, he says this to Jesus, this, this is important here. He he fell down and he worshiped him. So the Bible says and behold, a leper came and worshiped him. New living translation says, uh, he came and he knelt before him. He didn't come right with his hand out and just saying, you got to do this. He came with reverence for who Jesus was. But then he says something here, y'all. He says, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. He says, if you want to, you can make this happen for me. If you want to, you can take me out of this situation and put me in a better situation. So, again, as we think about marginalized people in our nation, if we want to. We can make folks better if we want to. He's saying here, if you want to, you can make me clean. Right. New living translation. the, 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 The man said, Lord, the man said, if you are willing, you can heal me and make me clean. So so how does this translate again? Once once more. To this nation, and I want you all to understand this because even though this is Monday morning discipleship, this conversation that we're having is in relation to this nation. Because this nation is in a place where they don't want to hear about marginalized people unless it suits their agenda, right? You're dealing with the situation right now, as we pointed out. I know you all thought, "Wow, he went off into a COVID rant in the middle of Bible class." I I, I know you all thought that it was off track, but but listen to me here. We're in a nation right now where we have a group of politicians trying to take away health care. They're trying to take away care for people. Who, and again, a lot of people who have pre-existing conditions and understand this. If you've got COVID and you overcame it, you now have a pre-existing condition. Because there's some things inside of your body, let's be real, they ain't talking about it on the news, some of, some of y'all who had COVID and came through it, and God bless you, you're still not right. Some of you, months ago, you had it, and you're still not right, which means you have a pre-existing condition. Most of us, past the age of 30, have a pre-existing condition. It may not have been diagnosed, but it's in there. Trust me. So here we are. We have a man with a pre-existing condition. And he comes up in the multitude and he says, I see all these people here, but I've got a serious problem, Jesus. And you can do something about it. If you're willing. If you're willing, you can help. And here we are in a nation where they're trying to take away health care for people. On the premise of, oh, we've got a better plan and we haven't seen word one of the plan. You should at least present your plan. Before saying you've got a better plan, you know, we're in the middle of a presidential election right now. We got this, you know, we got this this thing going on. And and generally, and I'm not talking about this year, but under normal circumstances, you see two candidates debating. There's an incumbent and there's somebody who's trying to take his job. You have to present your plan and say, this is what I'm going to do different from this person. And that's what's going to make me better at this job. You don't just say, trust me, I got it. He comes to Jesus, but he says, and if you're willing, the challenge for us in this society, in this current uh, uh, place that we are in America, is we've got to be willing to do something for marginalized people. We've got to be willing. And I'm not, by the way, don't get it twisted. America's not Jesus and nobody here is Jesus. But but the sentiment is is the same thing. If you are willing, you can do something about this Jesus. And then in verse three, as we get ready to wrap this up on today, then Jesus put out his hand, New King James Version, Matthew chapter eight, verse three, then Jesus put out his hand and touched him. He touched him. He put out his hand and he touched him. Now, now, even in New Living Translation, Jesus reached out and touched him. And then Jesus says, I am willing, be cleansed. Now, hear me good. This is the last thought on this because I'm at 15 minutes. Then we're going to get out of here and then we'll pick it up and we'll close this out all next week. Jesus did something before he said something. Hear me good, y'all. Jesus did something before he said something. The Bible says in both of these translations, then Jesus put out his hand and touched him. And we all know that it's a touch from Jesus that heals. He touched him. And then he said, I am willing. He did not say, I've got a better health care plan. And never actually show you the healthcare plan. He did the action first. And he says, I'm willing. And the man can tell he's willing because he's already touching him, which means he's already being healed even in that moment. And Jesus does before he actually says. He put the action before the words. He didn't say, I care about you, marginalized, sir, without doing anything. He did first. He showed it in his action. He reached out and touched him. And again, if you if you know anything about lepers, that was the whole thing. Don't touch them. They're not to be touched. It's contagious. And he did something. He touched him. He touched the leper. He touched the marginalized man. He touched the man with the condition. He touched the man with the issue. He touched him. And then he said, "I'm willing." I did the action before the word in this nation that we're in right now, as we deal with marginalized people, it would be so great, my brothers and my sisters, if we just did. If we proved that we were willing to help people before we just said it. Instead of saying all lives matter as if you care about black people, do something for black people, do something to end systemic racism, do something to end white privilege, do something to end these things without just giving us lip service and post and things like this. Right. It's not lost on me. Somebody's going to get offended right now, but I'm going to say this and then I'm going to get on out the way. And this is really a sports thing. Um, you know, as a recording of this, um, you know, the, the Lakers won their quote unquote championship yesterday. And again, if you know anything about me, you know, Again, if I could just have the sports moment here, because there's a point coming. Um, If I could just have the sports moment here. Um, I said from the beginning of this thing, I said, whoever wins this tournament, this isn't a real championship for me. I've been watching basketball too long. You can't interrupt the season for five months and then go back into a bubble and not even bring the entire league with you. Where you have to contend with the entire league and travel and things like that, and it's not a full 82-game season, then with the playoffs and so on. The the grind ain't the same. It's not that I don't respect what you winning this tournament, but for me it's not a championship. But that's another story for another time because somebody's gonna say, Oh, you just hate LeBron. I've got too much going on to be worried about LeBron. But anyway, (laughs) anyway, the point being, the reason that this was all started again, and I'm on record as saying this too. I didn't think they should have gone back and played because I felt like the pressure being applied on this nation in the in, in the way of race relations was more important. And the fact that billionaires' money was being held up would have, to me, forced their hand. And I don't think it really did. I think they found a way to go back to make their money and still give these guys the championship. But the point I'm going to make here is this. The thought was, well, if we're playing and we have our platform, we can keep talking about the issues. But my concern, which I think was borne out, was that the further we got into the competition of basketball, the less you're going to hear about the issues. And there was a lot of advertisement about voting and this, that, and the other. But the issues eventually faded away in favor of Xs and O's. Now the league, well, I won't get into that. But the 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 point the point to me. The point in all of this that ties into our lesson on today, and this is my last point today. The point that ties into my lesson on today is that I wasn't interested in the league as a whole. I know some of the players felt, I know how they felt. I wasn't interested in the league as a whole giving lip service as much as I was interested in them actually doing something. And I don't think anything was really done Oh, we got agencies and account. there's a lot of things that there are a lot of initiatives that put into place. But it reminded me of the Colin Kaepernick thing. How much money can we put into an initiative with your name on it to really stop you from really being active? Now, I could be wrong and maybe down the road we'll see some fruits from all of this stuff. But I don't see it right now. And I think the immediate fruits would have been much more powerful had we did before we said. In this text today, we see Jesus looking at a marginalized man. And he says, if you're willing, you can help me. And Jesus did it first. And then he said, just so you know what I just did. I proved to you before I even said to you, I proved to you that I'm willing to do something for marginalized people. In the midst of all these people, I'll talk about this world next week because I did not really deal with the multitude. In the midst of all this. I see you. I know your condition and I hear you and I'm willing to help. That's all the time we got for Monday morning discipleship. I hope you're all blessed by that. Um, I hope no LeBron fans are listening and got offended, but but that's just how I feel. And you all got to be all right with people having an opposing viewpoint, just like you want us to be all right, having an opposing viewpoint. Amen. Let me give you our tag, as we always do. If you'd like to keep up with the ministry, the best way to do that, check us out at the ministry's website, that website, www.krjministries.org. Again, that's ww.krjministries.org. Dot org. If you'd like to purchase any of our written works, best way to do that is find us at the publishing website. That website, www.krjpublishing.com. Again, that's www.krjpublishing.com. As always, we encourage you to like and subscribe to the podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. Share with your friends and family. We hope that it is a blessing to you. That's all the time that we have for Monday Morning Discipleship on the Purpose and Beyond podcast. I hope that you were uh, uh, inspired by what you heard on today. We're going to pick this conversation up again on next week. Again, thank you all for checking us out. and We will see you all on next time. Be blessed.